We're live. Hooray. Yay. Podcast time. Yeah. Finally, we've done it. We've we've podcasted. We did it. <coughs> yeah, we're here. We did it. This is the first episode. This is a new video game podcast. Brand new. Um yep. Welcome to the first episode of the Top Down Perspective. <laughs> Fine. Paul, what do you hope to achieve with your new podcast fame? Uh happiness yeah Happy, that's yeah. a good lifelong goal i guess yeah john now that you're a professional podcaster with um 45 seconds under your belt what are you hoping to achieve with your new podcast fame i'm hoping to find someone who actually wants to listen to my voice find true love i'm is what you're that's not what i'm picking up i mean i feel like that defaults my marriage that might, that might cause some problems you're saying this episode's for all the single ladies <laughs> We got eligible bachelor John here. Uh huh. Yeah. Just, just don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't pay yeah. attention to that thing on my hand. <laughs> just because there's a goalkeeper doesn't mean you can't score. That's what I keep <laughs> being told. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> wow. Um, all right. Well, John will give his contact information at the end of the episode. Oh, so actually, it's going to be somewhere in the middle. So you're going to have to listen past the ad break and to find out where it is. I'm going little... to be surrounded by ads. <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Just a little bit. That was weird. Um, I hope that with my new podcast fame, I can get a nice, warm, home cooked meal. No, if I can that's get that, not I'll, I, I know I will have made it. Yeah, yeah. I'll just hand in this this wave file. I'll take one turkey, please, sir. <laughs> with with the new currency that is podcast episodes. Honestly, that's probably going to be the new currency when the apocalypse comes. There will be enough of them. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. What's new with you guys? I'm sick. <laughs> well, I'm getting I'm in the throes of uh getting over sickness right now, so I Just feel a cold. I feel better, but I sound worse, if that makes sense. Like it's come it's at the point where it's like leaving, so it's just garbage. But I feel okay. okay. Glad to hear it. Yeah. How about you, John? What's new with you? Uh, not much. <clears throat> Just trying to get through Kingdom Hearts two in time for three. <laughs> Great. That's so, like what a day is away. That, is that the last? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a day. <laughs> is it tomorrow or Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's getting a midnight launch or not, but yeah. Are you okay? Are you planning to go to a midnight launch? If you have the option. Yeah. You could dress up as my favorite Kingdom Hearts character, Keyblade. Yeah, Keyblade, <laughs> uh, Donald, <laughs> Marth, the Doom guy. Doom guy, I, yep. Doom guy is my favorite Kingdom Hearts character. And that, and that is very garbage bag Pokemon. <laughs> Those are the the, main, the five main characters. That sounds about right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, do you have any other Kingdom Hearts to play before three, or is or have you done them all? Uh, Birth by Sleep's the only one I haven't done at this point, and I guess like all the the weird ones in between. But like, I think you can just watch those. So, are, <coughs> do you think you're gonna have you're gonna have a good grasp of Kingdom Hearts three? Or if I get if I get so through lost? two, I'll be ready for three. I feel okay. Did you set? Did you watch either of those Tim Rogers videos I sent you? I never got a chance. Oh, those, those were Tim Roger videos. Okay, then that tells me everything I need about those videos. Yeah. Uh, 
you should definitely watch the Kingdom Hearts 3 one. For those uh, who maybe want to catch up, um, Tim Rodgers over at Kotaku, he does some very good video reviews. Uh, and he did a review, uh, not a review. He did a video last week saying that Kingdom Hearts 3 is an unreviewable game. Okay. Um, and he basically just talks like, hey, I'm going to talk to the fans. I'm going to talk to the non-fans. And it's it's extremely funny. Tim Rodgers is always very funny. Uh, but I like the like the first three minutes of his entire video is like him just explaining. All right, this one's for the Kingdom Hearts fans. First off, I'm afraid of you, and I understand you know more about Kingdom Hearts than me. I understand that you know more about Kingdom Hearts than me. Let me just make it clear that I know you guys know more about Kingdom Hearts than me. Um, it's pretty good. I would recommend that. Uh, I'd recommend any of his videos. He's a very funny guy. Very good at what he does. Um, but John, yeah, if you're getting ready for Kingdom Hearts three, you should check out that video. It's a good time. All right. And you too, Paul. I mean, you'll get, you'll get the jokes too, for sure. <clears throat> I will understand them. I will yep. laugh. <laughs> yep. They're pretty good. Good, good, good. Um, okay. But instead of talking about games about to come out, we should talk about games that already did come out. Sure. Um, but like, yeah, like I said, this is top down perspective for January 27th. Um, which is probably somewhere around our anniversary now that I think about it, but whatever. Um, well, of course, I'm this is our first Booker. episode, so of course it's the anniversary. Yeah, that's true. We're we just hit the five minute and forty two <laughs> second anniversary. Nice. And I got you guys this <laughs> this iPad. Nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got I got you guys this copy of Resident Evil Two. Uh, I, okay. I already have multiple of those. I'm fine. And I I can believe that. I got you guys a copy of Resident Evil 2, but it's digital. So, I mean, you could come to my house and play it if you want. You can but, pretend I mean, you're I'm holding it. I'm not going to give you my Xbox. I'm going to be real. I didn't get you guys shit. <laughs> okay. oh. I have some cough drops here. You want to share some cough drops? I've been coughing a bunch. I could use it. Fisherman's friends. Them more. Mm. Oh, what flavor? Uh, I think fish. these are cherry. Fish flavored? Yeah, fish yeah. flavored. <laughs> I mean, what else is a fisherman's friend than the fish? Uh, worms. His only friend. <laughs> a the, net. The dog. It's, just, it's net flavor. I feel like you can't be a fisherman without a good dog. Boat flavor. Do you say boat or oat? Boat. Probably both, right? Yeah, probably. Probably. Both. Yep. Oats and boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I haven't played Resident Evil Two yet. I just like holding my copy up. Yeah. <laughs> Makes what sense. I did play that came out recently though was uh, Travis Strikes Again: No More Heroes. I, okay, I want to hear about this because I've hang heard on. Mixed. We can't hear about it until I say, "Hey, John, what you been playing?" <laughs> hey, I'm John Wheeler. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah, I'm Paul. Hi, let's go. Heck, already, you got to talk about what you played. I already said it. The music already played. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. I can't hear the music. <laughs> you should actually edit the music after now, just <laughs> for the hell. It has a pause and rewind. Right uh, here. I nope. played No More Heroes, Travis right. X again. Sorry. Here. I, I played Travis X again, No More Heroes. There we go. <laughs> nice. I've heard this will be things. really good in post. I don't actually play the music during the show. It's all in post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. And actually, this won't even be on the YouTube video. <laughs> so <laughs> all for the audio listeners. Also, holy crap. Anyways. Um, Thanks for the yeah. anonymous gift subs. Yeah. Also, I forgot we had subs on this channel. Me too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we were going to do something we didn't. And it never did. <laughs> All right. Are we still talking about Travis? Yeah. No, we haven't even started. Okay. All right. So Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes is a spinoff. 
that also yeah. takes place after, well after No More Heroes 2. Yeah, I watched someone play through about a, a, a level of this game at the office. Yeah, that's about an hour. Uh, this, this, well, maybe they didn't finish the level. I don't know. I watched probably for like 20 minutes. It looks bad. It's not No More Heroes, which a lot of people apparently weren't aware of that. Because that's yeah. a big thing. I was aware of that, so I knew what to expect. Right. Yeah, I, I knew it wasn't, I knew it was going to be different. I didn't know exactly what it was going to be. But when I saw what it was, it looks like after 20 minutes, this would get boring. I mean, it depends. Mm. It's like Ultimate Alliance style uh, gameplay. So like you run around, it's like a top down brawler. You have weak attacks, strong attacks. You can combo some of them together. Uh, you get skills that you can equip to do different moves when you pull a trigger and then press one of the four face buttons. Uh, you have a super that you can level up that does more damage as well. It's two-player cooperative. You start with only two characters unlocked. If you buy the physical version, you get a, the uh, season pass. So you get uh, two more characters in the coming two months and uh, some more missions and stages. Are they still just kind of run from one area, mash buttons, run to the next area, fight the same guys, mash buttons. Probably, but I don't know. Uh, so the thing is, like, I've only played the first stage, but the first stage okay. took about an hour. Because it's just wow. the... Because there's only about six stages. Mm-hmm. So the game's not long, but the game is also not full price. I think it's like $20 US. No, I think it's 40 Really? Because I paid yeah. forty-five to fifty, I think. Yeah, I paid fifty, and that's with the and that's with the uh, yeah. season okay. pass. Well, fifty's fifty would be forty. Yeah, it's forty. Okay. Well, I guess is that physical or digital? You're looking at. Uh, I'm looking at a physical copy on. Yeah, because the physical copy comes with the season pass. So if you're just getting the game digitally, it's like oh, twenty digital. bucks. Okay, thirty bucks. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> that sounds about right. So. um it's very much a Suda kind of deal. Like, it's, like, got the weird, quirky dialogue. It has uh, Robin Atkin Downs voicing Travis. But it's... Only v- a little bit, though, right? It's mostly text. Yeah, it's, uh, with, it's, it's not mostly video. text. <laughs> and there's some things that they do which are more than I expected on it so far. Um, it's a hack. Can, top can you give it... What do you mean? Like, in a good way? or, or So, like, so like I said, there's six stages. Um... At least I think it's six. It might be seven. But to get the item, you need to get an item to get to the next stage. And to do that, they wrote a separate scenario called Travis Strikes Again, which is a text based adventure game. Which sounds good because that's something different. Yeah, like I said the the problem I, I'm seeing with this game is it is just like boring because you have to repeat the, like the same. OK, run here, fight these guys run over here, fight these guys, and it's just, like, mashy. Yeah, I mean, that's just the kind of game it is. Like, so far, I've heard there's some things later on that are crazy that I'll really like, uh, but I haven't gotten to that yet. Uh, The Travis Strikes Again scenes are a bit weird because it is, like, I say text-based adventure game, but you literally don't input anything, at least so far I haven't. It's just you do a lot of reading. Just Okay, there's a visual novel in there. Yeah, it's literally, like, half visual novel, half hack and slash. Is it a, is it good? Like I'm, I'm I like visual novels if it's a cool story. I mean, uh, it. it uh, how invested are you into uh, No More Heroes storyline? Might be the best way to put it. I I couldn't tell you a single thing that happens. What if you're so invested in uh, the quirky pseudo stuff in general? 
Well, there's plenty of quirky Suda stuff, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So, uh, one of my friends told me the best way to sum it up is, uh, it's a bad game for No More Heroes fans, but it's a great game for Suda fans, because it's very much, it very much references all of Suda's material, apparently, not just No More Heroes. So, like, uh, he said, like... a high bar. I like Shadows of the Damned a lot. (laughs) I've I've heard, yeah, like, there's, like, references to some of the other stuff he's done, but, like... There's only like fragments of things that would be interesting to a normal heroes fan. Like they reference mm. like what ha- like a little bit of what happens to Travis after the ending of two. Uh, but they're very scant on it, at least so far. They do. And I couldn't you, I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened in one of those games. This here, if I was let me tell you everything I remember about normal heroes Two. Travis touchdown. He saves in a bathroom. He can turn into a tiger mm-hmm. and you have to jerk off the Wiimote so that your beam sword can f- be functional again. Hey, guess what? Pretty much all those things are in this game. Yeah, I have seen that. And in handheld mode, you can shake the you can shake it the whole switch. <laughs> That's if you pretty want. Good I know, that. which is such a bad idea. Yeah, uh, you can use the right stick, though. Yeah, you, you, you click you in. Yeah, to. you click in left thumbstick and then wiggle the right thumbstick and that'll work as well. Okay. Or if you have the pro which controller, you can shake the pro controller, which I've found is usually the way I do it. Because right. it, it seems like the shaking actually charges your sword faster, which is weird, but I guess it makes sense. Hmm. Commitment. Yeah. Um, I want to keep playing it. I've just been busy lately, so I haven't really played much else aside from work-related stuff. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I can definitely see why a lot of people have been kind of off, put off by it. Suda said he wanted to try something different, but just kind of have Travis in it, which is basically what this game is. It's got yeah. like, and I it, bet if this doesn't sell well, there will not be a No More Heroes three. I hope that's not the case because I can definitely see this not appealing to the same group of people. Yeah i I don't think No More Heroes three is going to happen <laughs> after this. This is not getting the best. Uh, re- I don't know about reviews specifically, but I just I'm not hearing anyone like excited about this game. See. You talking about it has made me actually want to check this out now because I don't like No More Heroes, but I like Suda's style and like quirkiness. So this might I might be the actual audience for this thing. Yeah, this it's reviewing at 68 right now. I'm at a critic out of 66. Better than yeah, I thought. That's, that's based on 66 reviews. Highest, one highest is a 90, point. lowest is a 40. Okay, well. I don't know. There's a lot of reading. A lot of reading this. Way more than you would ever get in any No More Heroes. There's still, like, some mm-hmm. quirky stuff. There's The music's always good, because of course it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. The, it looks good. It reminded me of uh, that trailer for Sayonara Hearts. Do you guys remember that from yep. the Game Awards? Mm-hmm. Kind of reminded me of that, because mm-hmm. there's tons of, like, neon stuff going on. Because yeah. you're inside a game console, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, they reference, like, other retro, or sorry, other indie games a bunch. I think there's straight up a Hotline Miami stage later on. Sure. Aesthetically, that would yeah. that would line up with what I was seeing. So. so originally, the game was supposed to be, like, each stage was a different actual indie game in real life. But I guess Suda changed it, and the only one that he they put in was Hotline Miami. Everything else is, like, themed around it. Mm. It's, it's the- like they were supposed to not all be just, like beat-em-ups yeah they were not all supposed to be like yeah made-up games they were supposed to be uh real life games and then almost all of them are, are made-up games except for hotline miami oh okay but oh. there's also like a bunch of like you you can buy shirts for travis that you can barely sure. you see can do that in the other games yeah yeah no but the shirts are all indie games so like uh, i can buy a messenger shirt i can buy uh <laughs> a minute shirt 
I can mm-hmm. buy uh, nice. Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Actually, that one might not be in there, but it's like something like that. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm just like, there's just a bunch of like shirts you would not expect him to be wearing in there. Like, there's a surprising amount of games that were rough, like Hyperlight Drifter, all this other stuff. Nice. I don't know. I like, I think that my friend who put it that way, like, it's more for Suda fans than No More Heroes fans might have put it out there because the, the quirkiness of his writing and like his scenarios are definitely in there. But you're going to have to go through a lot of weirder stuff than usual to get to it. And I admittedly, the gameplay is a bit eh. I haven't I did it at co-op at PAX at co-op in co-op. It was fun. Uh, but it does feel a little more eh in single player. Yeah, I'm curious to see how you'll continue with it because you've only played the first stage when you had to do that gameplay for like a longer period. Mm if if you're if you'll sour or not or if, or something will be pleasantly surprising i i was soured on what i watched which was a bummer although i am glad to hear that there is a 30 dollar version yeah um, i maybe i'll pick this up at like 20 or something i think it's a good thing that game didn't come out at full price but i also wonder like what it would have been if it had come out at full price which means it would have had a bigger budget they literally mm-hmm. make a joke about budgets like in the like after the first stage Hmm. Right. Well, again, I bet uh, if this doesn't sell well, his chance to do a No More Heroes 3 will kind of go away for a while, which makes me sad. But uh, I don't know uh, if there was. I wish there was a demo. I wish there was a demo I could just recommend. Yeah. I don't know. Look into it. That's all I can say. I'll play more of it and see how I feel later on. Cool. Everything else I played is either related to work like uh, Bento, which is basically HQ trivia, but for like a WarioWare version. And oh my god, that sounds awesome. What is this? <laughs> okay, uh, uh, so uh, a team messaged me and they're like, hey, we want you to try uh, hosting our game. So uh, right now they're running it in, in beta. So they're like, okay, we're going to run the games for you. We're going to pick three random games out of a, like a list of 20 so far and you and your community will compete to see who gets the highest score. So you, like, you log in on your phone or on your browser then it'll be like simple things like uh, what were the ones we had? It was like a physics based puzzler where you had to throw donuts at some crates of vegetables to get them to fall off of a board. OK, so these are more like mini games. They're not micro games. Yeah, they're more like mini okay. games. Yeah. All right. Like there was a box that you had to flip to make sure it landed on its uh, on its bottom and stuff like that. Flip cup. I'm familiar. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. I see you're well versed. <laughs> I mean, it's just flip cup. I mean, yeah. They got it from drinking games. They, there's like a shmup mini game where you have to just kill enemies and get like donut power ups to get a higher score, just stuff like that. It's like it's all small things, but it's it's competitive in a way like it tracks your high score. You can be in teams to compete against other teams, stuff like that. Uh, I'm running another round of it tomorrow at seven o'clock my time on my stream. That would be a uh, Monday. Yeah. Um, so right now, the plan is every Monday, I'm going to be doing like an hour of that, maybe half hour to an hour. And it, is the HQ part just that there's like audience participation audience participation it's a live okay. show stuff like that okay cool. jackbox may like be a better stuff? uh not currently because it's still in beta okay they have the plan they have shown have, like... in the future that might be a case <clears throat> but right now cool. like, i think right now they're just making sure the product works before they even worry about that oh brick break was the other thing i forgot it was just straight up breakout mm. that's a great game <laughs> yeah. yep so wait, what do you do like as uh, a I host like a host? Yeah. yeah like, what is what is you I, I chat with people like it's it's basically like 
imagine like the dude from hq trivia imagine that was my job but also like i had to stream it out at the same time so like the full feed that people would normally see when playing hq trivia would actually be my stream and they just have like the controller is their phone or their laptop okay so you're like not playing you're just kind of i I am also playing as well just to be like here's like my gameplay on screen so people can see watching the stream what's going on but oh okay so it's like half and half all right yeah cool uh yeah other than that it's just been like uh we did a smash brothers tournament last week uh we did that bento thing uh i ran it so no okay were you in it no okay otherwise because you would have won if you were oh yeah sure (laughs) no no the 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 top like eight were like all insanely good nice no that was about it what about you guys sean what have you been playing I've been playing a whole bunch because yeah. we're in a we're in a bit of a like a, a low period at the moment. Games are about to like drop. Um, so I was continuing with Strange Brigade. I finished that. I don't don't play Strange Brigade. How many the levels ending, is it? There's nine. Wow. And like I said, each one's almost an hour long. Yeah, that's long. Final than boss I is not fun. Uh, and what was real great is it somehow like lost track of what I had completed. Um. So I missed out on some stuff and I had to, we had to keep joining my friends game because we like because we did not want to replay missions. Anyway, Strange Brigade is I don't really like that game, but for some reason I played all of it. Great. Um, and then we were looking for some more co-op games. <laughs> uh, we played some Human Fall Flat. Yeah. Uh, I'm not super into Human Fall Flat. We kind of <laughs> bounced off that. We played up to the castle level. For those who don't know, Human Fall Flat is like if Gang Beasts had a story mode. Yeah, it's a silly physics like weird wobbly physics based puzzler where you uh it has like co-op elements where you try to like work with other people to like build yeah, up. I mean you can do everything shit. single player. Yeah. It would be a lot harder. We were able to just kind of like physics push our way through some stuff by having like two sets of hands. Yeah. Um but yeah it's a lot of just like raising the arms individually in the air and then jumping and lifting yourself up a a box or whatever uh-huh. we got to the castle stage and the amount of platform precision they required from us was insane <laughs> and we were like i we can't play anymore of this game yeah so i'm not a huge fan of human fall flat it's good for like one or two levels and then it's like you're making this hard and this is like think if if you had to play gang beasts like an actual fighting game like it is not ready for that it can't do that and yet they wanted us to do some crazy stunts yeah um uh, we tried Absolver, bounced out of, off of that so fast, yeah. like, oh my god, that game ramps it up way real quick. Like, you jump in and it's like, all right, what's your fighting style? You got to be in these four stances. If you get attacked by a different attack, you're going to start learning that attack. Yeah. Here's 800 things you need to start learning about. Um, yeah, so we bounced off that real quick. Unless, like, they <laughs> added more to it, I felt it was way <clears throat> too short. It's a, like a weird, almost tech demo for, like a fighting game or something. Uh, yeah, I did. I bounced off it pretty hard myself. I don't know about short. Cause like, I mean, I finished are, it in like there, three hours. So, okay. Yeah. Maybe like, are there missions in that game? No, there's like one, there's like, you go from place to place to place. And then it's like, okay, you are now an absolver. So now you can like do PVP is essentially the idea. Okay. There was already PVP in there because you can have like open servers, which we were playing in so we could play together. And then other people would just join us and start fighting us for no reason. Yeah. And it was like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm trying to go over here. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, who, who even are you? So we had to play in closed servers with just each other. Mm. Um, 
yeah, not having any kind of like objective or like waypoint was difficult because we would get to like a door and it'd be like, you got to fight all the masked ones. Yeah. It's like, what on earth is a masked one? I guess I'll just keep looking around this area. And then we found a masked one and it destroyed us. Mm. And yeah, that game is that game is intense. Uh, I don't I don't have the uh, brain power at the moment to sit down and, and master Absolver. Yep. <clears throat> All these games, by the way, are on Game Pass. That's a pretty good service. Can't recommend it enough. <laughs> um, before we get into like the new stuff, I just now finished Red Dead Redemption Two. Nice. I'm I'm free from it. I've <laughs> done it. There was there was something in me that was like, I need to see this game through. I feel like this is an like an important game. I just need to kind of have it done in my life. I had I had that urge. Sure. So I wanted. So this weekend. I probably played like 15 to 20 hours of that game Hmm. to get it done. Uh, That game's incredible. There are such highs to it and there are such lows to it. It is the pacing is so weird. The gameplay is so slow and wonky. The gun controls feel awful. Yeah, it it, there is just it is so weird. It's like you're kind of fighting with it the whole way. But then on the on the other side of it, like the stories great the set pieces are so much fun the characters are amazing i think arthur morgan might be one of like the best video game protagonists with the arc he goes through and uh i am so glad that dude won the performance award at the game awards because like i holy smokes i know i was talking to you paul about it like last week or two weeks ago that he does some really good stuff but like some of his best stuff are in that last quarter of the game Mm -hmm. like they just knock that shit out of the park I wish more people could have seen it, but I know tons would have, I, I like you, Paul, like bounced off of it because of its weird gameplay. It's polarizing like, for sure. Yeah, it is such a weirdly, div- you know, divisive game. Uh, but like, yeah, that story, the the characters they build, like you, you learn everyone, you know, everyone and like you care for each character. And there's so many of them, but like, you know, all their names to like when some disappear, when you find them again, it's like, oh man, I'm so glad this dude's actually survived that fight. Like, yeah, that is that is an extremely cool game. And I I'm very happy I did finish it, mm-hmm. but it's it's too long. <laughs> it took me 60 hours and I barely did anything that wasn't a story mission or like a primary side. Mission. OK, that is too <clears throat> long. You're right, because I was thinking, yeah. wait, 60 hours isn't that bad. And then you're like, I did nothing but like main missions like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, because there's there's main like yellow missions on the map, yeah. which are your like main main story missions, and then there are white missions on the map, which are like side missions that are extremely good. Like I highly recommend doing those as much as you can. Um, and then there are just like the random kind of like super side stuff like that'll hunting. pop up, like hu- not even just hunting. Like you'll be walking around, and there will be a random person that'll be like, "Yo, you got to help me! Like I'm oh, getting yeah. eaten by a wolf right now." <laughs> so there's just like random things like that will that will pop up I've been eaten um, by a wolf and i just right had to now <laughs> yeah no that'll happen like i just basically had to turn like my head to absolutely everyone just turn on cinematic mode so my horse would run i ran past so many of these because i was like <laughs> i need to get to this other mission um there's a whole thing with like the native americans in the last chapter that comes out of nowhere that i'm like i don't think any of this needs to be there like they they just pad out that whole thing yeah but um the story is just is so good. Maybe just watch like a huge YouTube compilation of like all the story cutscenes. <laughs> all the story bits. Yeah. Uh, Cause like, yeah, Arthur Dutch, 
you know, John Marston, the, the, it, it is, those characters are great and the performance is so good. I loved watching that. Uh, there was definitely like a, like, I definitely got like, like emotions at the end where I'm like, man, I'm actually kind of sad that I'm done with these characters or that some of these characters didn't make it. And like, well, I'm glad some of them got happy in the end. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a cool, weird game. I'm glad I have that mm-hmm. in my mind forever. Yeah, man. Uh, but I'm free now. I'm free to play other games. You did it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I can finally move on and probably play 60 hours of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> or oh, something. God. <laughs> yep. Got that waiting for me. Yeah. Um, Nino Kuni 2. That's probably a short game. I should just jump into that one, right? That's waiting for that's me too. That's probably a real short one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just, yeah. Uh, no, I think honestly it's destiny is the next thing I need to get done. Yeah. All of, all of forsaken and Warmind. I'm at the point where I need to upgrade forsaken or to forsaken on PS4. If I want to like continue basically. So, um, they, when you buy Forsaken, they give you like a some kind of item that will just le- get you to the right level. Oh, really? At, at least when I got it, yeah. Uh, it's been my case, podcast like, game. I've just been like playing it for like a few hours every night and just like listening to something basically. So I'm already. Did you get maxed. it digitally? Yeah, it was free oh. for plus members months ago. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. Um. I meant, yeah, uh, Forsaken, because I bought Forsaken physical. You can get the DLC on a disc as well. Oh, I see, Um, yeah. uh, But you should have gotten some kind of item that will have just, like, shot you to 35, level 600, whatever. No, I'm at the point where I have to buy Forsaken (laughs) if I want to continue. I've already leveled up past the base stuff. Yeah, I need to... uh, I need to finish Warmind, but then, hey, if you want to play some Forsaken, (laughs) I'll play Forsaken. I hear it's awesome. I'm on PS4. Me too now i guess uh, all right games that just came out or soon are going to come out let's talk about resident evil 2 i played some of it i've beaten it a few times mm-hmm. i've made it to the police station damn so that is 10 minutes into the game <laughs> <laughs> yep okay what do you think yep uh that first 10 minutes uh, okay, first of all, who are you playing as first? Uh, Leon was the first choice. Okay. So, so what I played do, as Leon. What do you think of... And I uh, immediately was like, oh god, this audio is terrifying. Mute, put on a <laughs> podcast. So, I, I'm i gonna be real with you. When I saw Resident Evil 2 on here, I was like, there's no fucking way he like played this alone or something. Like, <laughs> I was alone. I was alone. Because you have I said was- multiple times that... Uh, you don't like horror games, and no, I don't like any, anything scary. Somebody who does. So I decided. I decided I'm going to play Resident stressful. Evil Two. <laughs> it's, I'm going to play it the way it's meant to be played, with no audio yeah. and a podcast <laughs> playing. <laughs> no audio, just like the designers intended. Holy shit! <laughs> um, I wanted to see if I could do it. I had access to it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So I made it to the police station, and at that point, I was like, "What am I doing? I need to finish Red Dead." and stopped um and then i've since then listened to a few other podcasts and everyone just keeps saying that this game is like friggin terrifying it's fucked up dude it's real bad i don't know if i'm gonna go back like i don't i don't have anything to prove to anyone like why why would i do this to myself i'm so proud of you and also not even remotely surprised oh my god it's so funny because it's like the what you wanted to say about this game 
was I played 10 minutes and then realized instead of play one more minute of this amazing thing that's out now, I'm going to play like 20 hours of Red Dead. <laughs> that's, that's well, I needed easier. Red Dead out of my... I got to a point in my life where I was like, Red Dead has to be out of it. I that, need this done. That's fair. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> um, so, Paul, why don't you talk about Resident Evil 2? <laughs> sure. I mean, it's like... If I didn't like Resident Evil 1 more just as, like, a story... Like, this is basically the aliens to the alien. Like, I liked Resident Evil 1 more for just, like, the horror setting and ambience and whatever. So, when that remake came out, uh, I guess it's 18 years ago now on the GameCube, that was a bigger deal to me than this is. But that being said, this is, like, the better game just straight up. It's basically almost perfect for what people that like that series want. Um, It's stressful in a way that I kind of fucking hate like, but that's a good thing. Basically there's a dude following you around at some point in the game and you just hear him stomping around everywhere and it doesn't stop. But ever. isn't that only in B yeah, side Mr. X? or is that in a nope, side now too? That's in both. A side. <laughs> what? Know? They added Mr. X to both. That's amazing. <laughs> they added Mr. X to both and he does not stop. He's not scripted. I- he I'm not gonna lie. You. I've been laughing my ass off at all the X Go and Give It To You remixes yeah. that have been going around with that lately. It's been so good. I've been getting yep. jump scared from those memes though because <laughs> it's like a video where it's quiet and then like a character is going up to the door and then just like up to fifteen because that's how memes work. Is that if you're making a joke, you have to turn it above like the decimal Default level that volume. You, yeah yeah. And it's been jump scaring me just watching those memes because it goes so fucking loud. It's so bad. But uh, yeah, the big yeah, my friend put, are good too. put one of those together that he sent me where he was like leaving a room. <laughs> and as soon as you open the door, Mr. X was there and just slams him back into the room. Yeah. And then he threw the song on top of that. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. My favorite one I saw was the one where they're in they're in like the jail. They're shooting yeah. a bunch of zombies. They're injured. They turn around and then he just decks him right in the face. <laughs> It's so good. Yep. And the yep. song cuts in just as he gets punched. It's so good. Uh, I think another big thing is that I'm surprised Resident Evil 2 made zombies scary in a way that they probably should be. Uh, they don't die. Like, they basically, there is a point where they will stop moving and, like, that's good enough or whatever but like you shoot them in the head like multiple times and just waste a bunch of ammo on them and they'll still like keep crawling at it's fucking i hate it i everything in this game is lethal in a way that is like ridiculous and i love and hate it at the same time so i've been having a blast with it this is going to be a nightmare for speedrunners by the way on the hardest difficulty i don't know how they're going to uh isn't that what the tofu run is that's a different thing Uh, yeah that's a different thing but that not that about like running past as much as you can? Yeah, but Tofu also only has a knife. I'm, assu- yeah. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's the same from the original release. I wonder he does. Yeah, I wonder or how he, that's going to play here because the knife in this game is very, very good. Is it like it, Resident Evil Five and Four style knife, or it's like that? It's faster moving, and it actually dismembers body parts. Oh, okay. Uh, I was watching someone play a Tofu run. Um, I thought they had like a a bunch of knives, and they were like one time use. That's or the thing is that they have durability in this game. Ooh. That's why I was wondering how that's gonna work. <laughs> I think they were like, yeah, I think they were one time use knives. That's, 
I could be mistaken. I kind of came in at halfway through, yeah. but it seemed like he was like, man, I only got like two knives left. Anyway. So the default is that the knives have a little like bar under them for durability. But if those that wasn't on there, then that's kind of fucked up. I haven't seen the uh, tofu run yet myself. Tofu, I don't know if this happened in the previous games. When he gets attacked, pieces of him get ripped off. Uh, in the original one, he changed color to spoil. Yeah. Okay, this one he starts to like sh- get smaller and smaller because he's sure. getting parts ripped away from him, uh, which looks pretty gross. He's very shiny yeah. and wet looking. Yeah, no, that makes sense because they could actually like really play into the fact that he's a giant stick of tofu <laughs> in this <laughs> yep. in a way that they couldn't yep. on older tech. Yeah. Uh, How many times have you beaten it? So the hardcore mode with Claire was my first playthrough, and that took that took everything out of me. Uh, that was once and a couple times on normal. All right. So I'm uh, I'm at the PlayStation on whatever the easiest mode is. Uh, assisted, uh, I think. Assisted. Yeah, it basically gives you a headshot for free every time. Mm-hmm uh so that's where i'm at and it makes them easier to kill i think too just in general i know it has auto aim on it and i think it just makes you get a little bit of health back something about something about yeah you always get up to a certain point of health back i'm guessing up until caution would probably make sense to me i don't know i didn't take much damage i didn't play a lot of it Mm -hmm. yeah exactly 10 minutes somewhere around there so if you got to the police station I mean, you still had to dodge I don't dodge even think I got bit. inside the police station. I think I got to the doors and Amazing. was like, I'm going to play Red Dead. It's it's hilarious <laughs> that you put this on your list to talk about. <laughs> Just to say that you got to the door of the police station. Hey, I was, it's a game I played last week. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Game of the week. Are you going to are you gonna revisit it? We'll see. <laughs> so that's a no. I'm, that's fair. I don't know, man. We'll see. Okay. I'm going to give it another shot. Sure. That's fair. That's fine. I've also played a little bit of the Anthem demo. I played what it would allow me to, so that was yeah. cool. Yeah. I played what my patience would put up with, which was the first mission. Okay. I pushed past what my patience allowed and uh, wow. was okay. disappointed for a long time. And then every every time I got into the game, that game's pretty dope. But every other time, the thing's a piece of shit. It didn't. It had so many issues for me. Be- just be- like stability issues or like gameplay stuff uh a little so here's the problem is that a lot of the textures and stuff wouldn't load and a oh, weird i had just like weird almost like broken rudder controls like if you were like flying like a plane in like a flight simulator or something and like they had like the rudder is like sticking or something and you're trying to turn but you wouldn't is probably the best way, like, when you're flying specifically in this game. Uh, the best way I could put it. And those all went away as soon as I stopped trying to play with friends and just played solo because there were server issues and it was perfectly fine after that. So okay, it was weird that their server issues were causing their tech to not work for me. So the issue I was running in primarily... Um the first one was like it wouldn't even load. I was playing on Xbox, which I guess was the like the last one that got fixed. Mm. Um, 
And we were playing co-op, kind of getting into the same game was a little difficult at the beginning. Then we finally did. And it was doing something like whenever we were we were trying to move to like one spot, it would constantly like reset us back a bit. Like it would like the server would. Yeah, Yeah, like the server would would like catch up to like, okay, we know you're here. And then as we kept moving, it was like, no, 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 hang on. Something's wrong. We need to put you back to where we know you got to at one point. So we'd be flying and it would be like, okay, I'm going down below this ledge. Oh, nope. Okay, now I'm going down below this ledge. Nope, nope. Guess I'm not. I'm going to go down below this ledge. Yep. And that that eventually it was like, okay, I need to, we, I'll finish one stage of the, of this because I want to see like through one mission, but I can't keep playing this. So And it's it smoothed out mm-hmm. as we went and then it got worse again. Um, But yeah, when it's working, it's very good. That game is, it's so good. Yeah. Like, first off, that game is Destiny. It is, it is a hundred percent destiny. Everything mm-hmm. about it is destiny. Um, but the stages are just like the verticality to them and the flying around is so cool. The stages are huge. You'll think like, oh, this place is, I guess it's kind of flat and it's really tall. But then they'll want you to like fly like deep below where you were just at, like off a cliff. And it's like, oh wait, there's a ton of stuff down here. The, yeah. There are massive environments. Um, I had, a, I really can't wait for the game to come out. And I want and I like crossing my fingers. It's stable because it's, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. This, um, like I know there had been excuses made for it saying like, well, this demo is like six builds behind and they're still working on stuff and blah, blah, blah. And that's all fine. This, uh, has made me not want to buy this game until I know for sure this, like I'm going to read some reviews that week and weekend. And I want to know that it's going to be playable because I was, a little uh, bummed out at all the problems I had trying to play with friends and like, cause we kind of like scheduled time together to try to jump into this thing. And then it's like, okay, well I'm in, well, he's not, he's stuck at 95% loading It's like, okay, well I just crashed out. So like we just had nothing but issues all night and I'm going to be more annoyed by that. If that's like on launch day as well. And I just paid $80 Canadian. I mean, for it. it probably is going to be launch day. Cause they're going to get a ton of people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I bet like after a week, they'll probably have it down. I feel like I they have so. to get it done sooner than that. Otherwise the, like the game's going to have so much drop off. Like every yeah. online game, if they don't have it figured out in less than a week is, is kind of fucked. Yeah. I, w- I was just, I was being just kind of generous. I meant like after a week, like all platforms will be good to go. Oh, kind okay. Of then fair enough. Yeah. Um, cause like I said, they, I, from what their Twitter was making it seem, they fixed the PC and the PlayStation Friday night and then they fixed Xbox like Saturday morning. Right. They lied. It was still uh, broken Saturday and today a little bit too. So, but like, okay. that's fine. I'm, I'm assuming it's at least better. They wouldn't have yeah. said they fixed it. It was somewhere. better today. Saturday was still a shit show for whatever reason. Uh, I read a thing. Apparently, one of the problems they were having is that the EA server <laughs> servers were DDoSing themselves. Oh my God. <laughs> with a uh, denial <laughs> for all the people that couldn't get in. So it just kept trying over and over and flooding their servers. So the more people tried to get in and couldn't, was making the problem worse for everybody <laughs> and it's like that seems like seems like a real basic thing that ea should have gotten was that right. an official thing that you read or uh did you hear that let me see if i can find it here it's, it's not a big deal um how did how did you get access to the demo by the way i thought it was just for people that pre-ordered ea access gives it to everybody ea access okay cool yeah i i haven't pre-ordered i got a code through work mm-hmm. which i was pretty excited about because I thought it was for everyone, and then I realized, oh, wait, this is a VIP demo. 
Uh, but then someone in, at work was like, I got codes if people want one, and I was able to score one that way. I'm looking forward to it. I like Destiny a lot, and Jess- Destiny with, like, jetpacks seems very cool. I like that the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the javelins have, like, elemental attacks, mm-hmm. and so do the enemies. Like, I was getting frozen by these dogs. I was getting electrocuted. Like, it is it is cool. Um, and even that first mission, I mean, I only played one mission, but it was a good length of a mission. There was a puzzle involved with it. The shooting feels and sounds good. Um, and the, you know, the loot's there. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to it. If it, if they, if the servers are stable, it's great. Like it is just going to be destiny with flying, which is awesome in my books. And it's Bioware's back, right? Bioware's back. Yeah. Been waiting because Mass Effect and, um, Andromeda. Whatever that la- Andromeda doesn't count. <laughs> That's effect anthem. <laughs> anthem, yeah. So uh, I'm curious what the story is going to be like too, and I'm hoping there's some cool, uh, good Bioware storytelling in there as well. Yeah. No, it's real cool. Um, the only problem I had with it, I guess, is that there was a point where three of us were in a thing, and it felt like it was tuned only for four. Like it felt like when you're doing it single. It's tuned for this is a Monster Hunter problem as well, actually. When it's tuned for, when you're playing it single player in a private lobby or whatever, it's tuned for that okay. But then when you start playing with people rather than like the maximum amount, it's tuned for multiplayer, which is just like the hardest difficulty. So you might have to like work. So a it was too harder. hard for you? It wasn't too hard. It was too it, like things took too long to kill. Like it felt like we needed that extra gun to get this thing down in a matter okay. that worked out. I didn't run to anything like that. One time I did notice like we were getting killed pretty frequently. Um, and I started wondering like, maybe we need to start like using our jetpacks mid flight. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's, maybe it's trying to teach us that we need to be moving around more often. Cause in destiny, you kind of stand still a lot of the time Yeah, and shoot. You're pretty powerful. You have like tons of shields and tons of ways to like restock your health. Um, but I'm wondering if Anthem, if they're trying to make it like you should be in the air hovering because you can do that and you can shoot while you're hovering. If maybe that's kind of like there's like a new way of playing. You should, I don't know. That was just a thought I had. Yeah. All right. Let's do a little bit of news. There's not much. All right. Uh, Nintendo came out with a, just like a stream. Not even like a stream. They just put a bunch of trailers out for some new indie games coming out. And some games coming to the Switch. Um, which include Wargroove, which I'm excited for. Double Kick Heroes. When Ski Lifts Go Wrong. There's mm. a video playing in my headphones. Forager Goat Simulator, which we already knew, but I guess that's already out now. Inmost Unruly Heroes Cross Code, which I'm very excited is coming to Switch. I've been hearing amazing things about that game on PC. And then a new SteamWorld game yeah. called SteamWorld Quest that looks like Slay the Spire, uh, which sounds awesome because I am very excited for Slay the Spire to come to Switch. And the SteamWorld games are pretty good. So this I'm super excited for this. Yep. It looks these neat. are all coming either out. They're either out now or they're coming <clears throat> this year, apparently. Um, yeah, we were just talking before the thing. I'm. I'm excited for Wargroove at, at the end of this week. That'll be fun. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and then the bigger news is that Metroid Prime 4 video that Nintendo put out. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch this? Yes. I didn't watch it, but everyone I know was freaking out about it. So, 
yeah, so Nintendo put out a video basically saying, hey, we know you're really excited about Metroid Prime 4. We haven't been talking about it much because it's been going through some rocky development. Uh, and at the moment, we decided it was in a pl- in a place that we were not happy with. It wasn't going in the right direction. So we have canceled the game and restarted it with Retro, um, the company that made the original Metroid Prime games. Did we ever know which company was currently working on Prime 4? Or previously, I guess, at this point? Last I heard, Namco was involved partially, not fully. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they never just straight up said, this is who's developing no. it. Okay. Maybe it was just like an in-house thing, who knows. Um, but they've given it back to Retro. They said, and as such, we need to restart from scratch, so it's going to be a long time until you hear about Metroid Prime 4 again. So, you know, a bit bittersweet, but, I mean, they made the last ones that everyone's excited about, so I guess that's kind of good news. My only concern is that most of the people that worked on those original three games aren't at that company anymore. Remember they split off to another company and made ReCore? I didn't know right. that. Yes. ReCore is a weird game. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I forget what the name of the studio they formed is, but, like, they, they made a couple of Metroidvania-style games. They did one of the Arkham 3DS games, and they did ReCore. Those are the two I remember for sure. Hmm. That's a weird list of games under your belt. Um, yeah, who knows? I kind of, I really wish I could see what Metroid Prime for this original thing looked like. Like, what was so wrong with it? Where Nintendo was like, "We don't, we don't like this direction. Polish is not going to help. We need to restart this thing." I'm so curious, um, but that that'll probably never see the light of day. Armature Studio. That was what they formed. Right. Uh, so f- since they broke off, they've made Metal Gear Solid HD Collection for the Vita, Bat- Batman <laughs> Arkham Origins Blackgate for, I guess, multiple systems now, apparently, uh, Injustice Gods Among Us for Vita, The Unfinished Swan for PS4 and Vita. Oh, wow. Borderlands, mm-hmm. The Handsome Collection. No, hang on. They- no, the developer is, um, that's not the developer of Unfinished Swan. It's just the Edith Finch people. They did additional work, apparently, it says here. Oh, okay. They just helped out. Okay. What is that company? What is that company? Uh, Giant Sparrow. Yes, there you go. Good. Borderlands, the handsome collection for PS4. ReCore for Xbox One and Windows. Dead Star for PS4 and Windows, which I don't, I don't know think I've ever one. heard of. Yeah, there's also no link for it on uh, a Wiki. And Fail Factory for Gear VR, which also does not have a, a page. <laughs> Okay. Dead Star was delisted from PSN and Steam as Studio Plant server shutdown. This was on sometime in 2016. This article was written. Looks like they see, they do a lot of ports. Is uh, Record their only like? This is our game. Well, I wouldn't even say it's theirs because isn't that um, Kenji Nafune? Uh, is that? Is that Concept? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at the Wikipedia page for Recore, and the t- the main two developers are Concept and Armature. None of these other games are mentioning Armature in their like main developer list. So that's the biggest. I, I that's probably the thing that they're. Oh, hang on. Except for Bla- Batman Arkham Origins, Blackgate. That's just them. Yep. That I think I thought that was their first project, but apparently not. Hmm. Since the, since they did the HD collection. Yeah, no, it's uh weird. Yeah, it's really weird, honestly. 
I don't know how I um, feel about it. What has Retro been doing lately? Is it the Donkey Tropical Kong Freeze. Country? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, those games have been good. So, I mean, I guess I would prefer Retro I, over Armature. I don't doubt that this game is going to be good. I just, uh, I just think it might not feel the same, which will throw off some people. I'm more surprised they just admitted like, yeah, guys, we're just going to have to redo this. That's what I'm more surprised about because that seems like a very yeah. non-Nintendo move to do, honestly. Yeah, it's definitely a level of transparency that we don't see a lot. Usually they would just like go dark until someone until they come out and say something when they can. But maybe they were just like getting tired of people constantly being <laughs> like, where's Metroid Prime? It's got to be at this Nintendo Direct. It's got to be at this E3. Here it comes. I mean, that, Here we that go. didn't stop them with Mother 3, so. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe it's like a new kind of thing they're trying to do is be more transparent Getting people to finally like be quiet. Mm. Who knows? Please shut up. <laughs> Please stop. Yep. That's basically what it is. They're saying like you know we'll get back to you in a long time. It will be a while. Mm-hmm. All right. Last bit of news. It's a peripheral watch here, as we as we like to do on top down perspective. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a new oh, yeah. wired keyboard coming up for the Switch called the New Type. Uh, you can pre-order it. it comes out this Friday, uh, on February first. You can slide your Joy-Cons into the side of this keyboard. <laughs> which, Hell which I think is super yeah. weird. This is a weird thing. I don't know what about the Switch would need a keyboard that much, but if you scroll down on this Amazon page, customers who bought this item also bought Azer Striker Gunvolt Striker Pack. I don't know what that means. See, I got SNK Heroines Tag yep. Team Frenzy. So Me too. Okay, that's definitely a keyboard focused game. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just a weird coincidence. Yeah. Um this is a this thing looks ridiculous and I saw a tweet that this looks pretty similar to that GameCube yeah. keyboard controller. It's basically that. Um but in 2019 um So John, when are you getting one? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's- I'm looking at the thing that's in the recommended below it where it's a wireless keyboard for Switch, wireless gamepad, the Way chat better. pad. Yeah. yeah. It, okay, I'm seeing. Remember, this thing remember now. the old chat pad add-on that the 360 used to have? It's just that yeah. for the Joy Cons. Amazing. But what is what's above the keyboard? Is that nothing? Just wasted space. It's just space? wasted space. I would think. Oh, amazing. Originally, I thought maybe this would be like a touch pad. That's like what on I thought. PS4. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm. You look at it further, and it's like, no, that is just a blank space. Like there's not even like a logo on there. Like I guess you could put a, a cool sticker on it. Yeah. Like a fire, customize like a it, and make it your own. I mean, yeah. I guess I have a couple stickers somewhere here I could probably put on that thing. That bad boy. Yeah. This thing is $26, but you can apply a 5% off coupon. Ooh. At least for, at least for uh, in America. Well, know. this already has 19 customer reviews, so I guess this is out already. This one is out. Yeah, the other one doesn't. What do people think about this? Uh, they seem to like it. Feels great. Nicely built. 3.9 out of 5. Why would you want this? Like, what are you playing on the Switch that needs that much text input? I'll tell you one thing that I've ever wanted a keyboard for on the Switch. When I'm tweeting out a picture from a game that I thought was And 140 characters is too much to deal with with the touchscreen's keyboard? Yes. Okay. (laughs) At least he's honest. Well, 280, I guess, is if you want to be extreme and use that. Mm Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, uh, that, again, that thing is about 32 bucks if you want the big, long keyboard. Uh, and then it plugs, it's wired into the Switch. So there's also that. Great. Uh, let's do some questions. Top down perspective at gmail.com is the email address to send questions in. You can also do it on Twitter at TDP Podcast, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. And I have the uh, the episode titles as well. So we can do those first if you want. Uh, sure. Before we do that, I realized uh, we just got a quick announcement here. Two quick announcements. Uh, Bioware's uh, head, I think it was, the head of the company. Yeah, Anthem VIP demo update from Bioware's head of live service. Uh, they're working on the server issues, and anyone who was in the VIP is getting an extra set of skins for each character type. Okay. Sweet. Those like uh, brush metal ones, right? I think I saw a picture of that. The one, yeah, the brush metal ones with green on them. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, Dragon Ball Fighters announced season two of their DLC, like oh, pretty much as we went live. Oh. Uh, it looked they're doing is it, I think it's Jiren from the end of the Super Arc, the the Mega Tournament Arc, or whatever. Uh, Tournament of Power. Yes, that's the one. Videl, like young Videl from Z. And it looks like Great Saiyan might be Great Saiyan's their assist. Out? Yeah, kind of like how seventeen helps sixteen. You mean eighteen? Sorry, you're right. 16 is the big boy. He is a big boy. Uh, they also said that uh, Dragon Ball Super version of Broly will be playable and uh, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Gogeta or Gotenks. Or sorry, Gogeta. Gogeta, thank you. Vegito, whatever. Hey, you're talking to someone who went and saw the Broly movie in theaters, so. That is fair. I, I, I know everything. Uh, while we're doing. Uh, Breaking news real quick. There's a new reset era thread that has alerted me that um, uh, there's a petition to make Shaggy a DLC character oh, in Mortal Kombat no. 11. It has 27,000 signatures. So I thought I would let you guys know about that. Why do Shaggy memes just keep coming back? Yeah. The internet was a mistake. Right, I'm going to read this first email or question from VGC Kenny. So you do not want yeah. to do titles then? I do. Please proceed. Okay. Because I will close it. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I just no, need to know. I, I had forgotten. Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right, December 7th. These newfangled kid horror movies. I have no idea. Say I that again. The- These newfangled kid horror movies. What came out around that time that would have been like a horror movie? What was the date? Uh, December 7th. December 7th. I don't know, man. That Maybe that Kurt Russell Santa Claus movie. I feel like that's almost referencing Home Alone. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It could be maybe. Home Alone. I, we, I feel like we talked about Home Alone. Probably. Would have been the season for it anyways. All right. I'm going to tap out so I have the context ready for when you guys are ready. Go ahead. You were talking hey, about the update to Dead by Daylight and the newest killer, Legion. Paul didn't know what movie this was based on and said this. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, the week after, which apparently was only six days. So the 13th, romance was beat out by Fortnite. Romance was beat out Ooh, by Fortnite. I'm trying to think, was there like an NPD or something like that? Yeah, we did something where we were counting like the top 10 things, like top 10 games on PlayStation. I just don't know what like that. romance would be. Catherine? Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know either. 
Yeah. Okay. Sean found some stats about how Pornhub was used on consoles. Oh, okay. there we go. One set of these stats was top search terms, which Fortnite came in second and romance was in fourth. Okay. Yeah. I had totally forgotten about Me that. Me too. It's a pretty good one. Uh, December 20th, a million microtransgressions that turned Simba into a human. <laughs> what? <laughs> a million microtransgressions that turned Simba into a human. Oh, something about like was I here for this? <laughs> was I was here for this? Just it would have been December twentieth, twenty first, twentieth. Yeah, I would have been because I would have left the next yeah. day. This was this was before I went this, up for this Christmas. Was all three of yeah. us. So it would have been all three. All, all I can think of is: Did someone make a reference to like everything the light touches is yours? I I I'm at a loss. Yeah. This is not a good one for us. I, yeah, no. we're talk- it had to be talking about Kingdom Hearts, because that's probably what would have okay. brought up Lion King. Or unless we're... No, because okay. the live-action one had been announced a while ago. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. the live-action trailer came out on Thanksgiving, which is a few... Which is about a month before... I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Let's see. Uh, John and Paul were asked a question about life, and it eventually went into this when they brought in the, up the circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> I I still okay. don't know. I don't remember that at all. I actually all right. still don't know. Oh, weird. Okay, the next week on the 27th, I hate lions. <laughs> what the fuck? I, don't remember. Well, I hate lions. I hate the, lions. I would have been I would have been in Calgary for this. Does did were all three of us there for that one? Yes. When I was in the base in yep. my mom's basement? Yep. Okay. I hate lions. So the only thing I would have been playing around that time was maybe Odyssey, but I didn't get to a part with lions or anything. Yeah, and I would have been playing Red Dead and um, that tactics game, Mutant Year Zero. Right. I would have been just playing mobile games at that point. Hmm. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Let's see. Uh, context. Uncle John was playing Power Rangers with his nephews, but he had to be the villain. This was the villainous line. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Right. My my okay. nephews were like, you guys, Uncle Jonathan, you gotta say that you hate lions. I'm like, okay. <laughs> now I remember. Oh, yeah. I was like, I would never. Wow. I would die before that. <laughs> <laughs> now it's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. What a deep cut. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy crap. Uh, January 3rd of this year. The new Dick Clark, and this has to be about Ninja, trying to get people to floss. As yeah, extremely about Ninja. Yeah. Okay, I would. I had no idea, but that sounds pretty accurate. Context: What Paul called Ninja after appearing at the New York Ball Drop on TV for New Year's. Yeah. All right. Uh, the tenth of January. I understand Power Stone's re- relevance. Uh, well, well we sure were clearly we talking, talking about Power, Power Stone. Stone. Yeah, I remember us talking about Power Stone, but I don't know how we got to Power Stone. Something about the Dreamcast. Yeah, I think we just, you started asking like about my favorite Dreamcast games, and like were we talking about were we playing Power Stone? Maybe. Yeah, I guess we got on the topic of the Dreamcast at some point, and then you were like, I, "Power Stone needs a re-release." I'm like, "Oh, we got the 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 PSP one." You're like, "I know my Power Stone." Okay, maybe. Yeah, that sounds pretty accurate. Okay. 
Contacted Sean's argument for wanting Sega to get back into making consoles was he wants a new Power or he wants new Power Stone games. John corrected him at every turn, saying they were arcade games first made by Capcom. However, Sean bought the PSP game to brought the PSP game to show he wants more Power Stone. Okay, I do want more Power Stone. Okay. Uh, the 11th, which was our Game of the Year episode, he actually did a title for as well. Uh, an, addic- okay. an addiction that was slowly ruining your body. Was this about... Did we, did we talk about smoking? I don't think so. No. I thought we... No, I think we I think we were, we were talking about something and then like refer like we, you referenced it to smoking. Okay. And then I said like, oh, so like an addiction that's ruining your body... And that was that was funny because it linked oh. back to whatever the game was. Okay, I do remember this actually. You said some. I, my thing was it's just something I do. I don't consider it a game, which means it was probably Konami's P Cross because that's yes, that's it. That's exactly what we're talking about. That's what I. I like. think I said the specific line though. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, context. <clears throat> Crap. Sean was confused as to why the Konami P-Cross game wasn't in John or Paul's list. Paul said P-Cross was like smoking used to be for him. This is how Sean phrased See? that idea. Yep. yep. Okay. I knew it. Not bad. <laughs> and then last week's Cool Dad bought the Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, think I said I this. We got on the topic of it. Yeah. Well, because of the Mortal Kombat announcement, obviously, I think I said this. But I, I remember this vividly. <laughs> I but I forget like how that line. The context was came because up. like you got uh you got stuck with the Power Rangers fighting game when like the cool the other kid like the cool dad bought him okay, Mortal Kombat sure. Eleven because right, they're coming okay, out yeah, at similar we, times, right? Yeah, they're, that's right. Yeah, because they were coming out similar times or they were announced similar times, and we were like, well, I guess the kids will get the Power uh, Power Rangers game, while the rest of us will get. More yeah, cool dad okay. bought them. Yeah. yeah. Context. You were talking about how the Power Rangers game and Mortal Kombat 11 were coming out around the same time and the types of parents who would get each game for their kids. So, yeah, that's right the last on. one. Thank you for sending those in. Yep, always fun. All right, now the first question. <clears throat> VGC Kenny writes in with two. First off, he says, so in the episode before Game of the Year, you guys were asked about who could enter the console market. Your best guess was Amazon because they basically have endless money that they can throw at everything. You also mentioned that they sort of have a game streaming service maybe in the works. I was wondering if Amazon game, if the Amazon game st- st- service was its own console, what kind of console do you think they would have and how good would it be? If it was more like a parasite that you had to either attach to your console or download something to, how would it handle controller mapping? So what kind of controller do you think they would have was uh, the question. They'd have something akin to like a an Xbox One PS4 controller because at this point yeah. like it's considered the gold standard. It's standardized. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, probably even closer to the Xbox One since that's close to the 360 one, which is like the PC yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that does make that does bring up kind of an interesting question like when games come to phones that like man this would be great with a controller and then they have to release like a third party one that like no one's really gonna have but it can support it it's like well what's what controller should you have yeah kind of thing um 
So that that's also kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I I would assume it because I guess the easy way would be like you know put this on an Xbox because they already have their controller. But why would Xbox let that happen when they would rather you just buy it through their store? Yeah, yeah. So it would. So I don't know if it could be some kind of you know parasite onto a different thing because no one's going to go out and buy a controller for that. Right. Like if it just can't like, you know, it's now on your Apple uh, TV, but you have to go buy this controller if you want. No, no thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could see Amazon actually doing something where they have like, yeah, just like a Bluetooth built in thing and you can use any controller that like uses Bluetooth with it and like map control. Yeah, I think it would be it would be PC streaming. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, well, hook up whatever controller you Pretty want much. to your PC. Yeah. And but you get the games through us, through our service. You know, they'll come out with a store yep. like, you know, the Epic Game Store or whatever. Yep, for sure. That's a, I think that's one. Uh, second question from Kenny. Since you talked about uh, weird things that people sometimes eat, I would like to know something. Which of you thinks that candy corn is good? And which of you are right and don't think it's a food at all, let alone good? Candy corn sucks. Yeah, I don't like it either. So candy corn does suck. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, John, why don't you take this next one? Sure, from Rasterman. Uh, Since we are now in season two of the podcast, how about giving it a slogan? You know, some short phrase that can summarize what it's all about to a newcomer, but it's also somewhat catchy. My submission is F. Frowny face. I'm not sorry. Wink. (laughs) Slogan for season two. Yep. You guys have any ideas? It's a podcast. Okay. <laughs> Top down perspective season two. It's a podcast. I mean, that's pretty good. That's it's very to the point. <laughs> okay. Here's one. Yeah. How, how does this one, how does this one fit? How does it feel? Swish, swish it around your mouth. Get that, that huge, that mouth taste. Top down perspective season two. This time we mean it. <laughs> <laughs> this time we're mean. <laughs> we mean it. Or even just like, we're sorry or something. <laughs> Top down perspective season two. We're still at it. (laughs) Still at it. All right. Well, there's four. Uh, Paul, why don't you take this last one? All right. From Hayes AC. When I DM a D&D table with my girlfriend and friends, I like to play music from video games, especially for the battles. Can you recommend some battle slash boss theme from video games? I'm inclined to RPG music, but would it would be interesting to some non RPG options. Thanks. All right. Well, my joke answer is the house building song from red dead redemption two. And for everyone who played that they're laughing. Okay. Now I'll think of a real answer. (laughs) Battle of boss themes from video games. Uh, I always have a soft spot for the uh, boss music from Final fantasy seven. I like playing. I like playing that when I'm playing smash brothers. I would I would say like any Chrono Trigger fight music or like cool scene music. I'm specifically thinking of like the frog scene that has great music. That's just a cool moment in games. Mm. You know, you think I would know more off the top of my head after playing Smash Bros last month a bunch. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, I don't know, maybe some like Pokemon battle music. I try to think of boss themes. I usually don't. Yeah, think of I'm boss to... themes that much. Mm-hmm. 
Snake Eater. Just the yep. theme song to Snake Eater. There you go. That would be very good. Boss Ladder. Uh, may, or maybe more, I was going to say, maybe more if like you have like a really cool like escape sequence that you put together. Then play the Snake Eater. That would be very good. I would be very into that. Uh, Payday 2 has some really cool, like, tense music. Yeah, but I wouldn't really, like, I'm trying to think of boss music that wouldn't really work. But, like, it would work for almost anything else. Well, I mean, he's just looking for, like, a battle, right? I guess. Like, while they're fighting stuff. That's true, yeah. And I think Payday would be, because it's, like, kind of tense, whatnot. Uh, By that um, same kind of idea, how about, like, the Hotline Miami soundtrack? Ooh, yeah. Hmm. That would be very cool as well. Um. And I don't remember the music exactly, but I remember enjoying the aesthetic of it. So I'm assuming the music went hand in hand. What was that crazy, like cyberpunk kind of hotline Miami ish game? I know Paul knows it. Um, Not the long dark. It's, uh, no, it's like a it's like a hack and slash. Uh, it's all neon. Oh, uh, Ruiner. Ruiner. Oh, Ruiner. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that I bet has some real good music. So maybe check that one out, too. You can get a shirt for that and no more heroes. <laughs> oh, can you? <laughs> <Yeah>. Good. <laughs> Maybe that's the slogan for season two. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a shirt of that. If there's, a, if, if there's enough in no more heroes specifically, if there's enough shirts. <laughs> um, someone says Kingdom Hearts has some good boss music. John, can you confirm or deny that? Yeah. Music's good in Kingdom Hearts, but that's like Square. Like anything Square does usually has good music. Yeah, I'm trying to kind of think like the answer for me is Final Fantasy music. Like it's made yeah. for that for like a tense battle. So I don't know. Oh, I got a real good one. OK, how about that near soundtrack? Again, I, that's like, Square Enix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just it's not Final Fantasy. Yeah, which, yeah. you know, there's that, some good that stuff on there. Link to me that. Yeah, I was thinking like more weird things like the Stranger Things intro or something for like a lead up to a fight. Just like I'm trying to think away from video games in general, actually. Okay, but because he said wasn't he asking about video game stuff? He said I'm inclined RPG music, some interesting non RPG options. Okay, but like RPG, there's a reason why (laughs) there's so memorable and stuff when we the Loco Roco soundtrack. Oh, man. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. I do like the idea that he's putting in like mu- music while he's like reading through these scenarios. Like yeah. that's taking his his uh, d- DMing one step further, and I appreciate that uh, that you know attention to detail. Word. Anything Persona related? People are saying Persona 5's music Persona is good. Persona 5's music's pretty good. Most of the Personas have pretty good music. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, that's going to do it for questions this week. If you want to send in questions for next week, again, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. What are your games of the week? Retu. I, I guess Travis strikes again. And I'll give it to Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, boy. Uh, coming up right after this, we are doing our Ikaruga episode of TDP Plus. So tune in live for that or catch the archive uh, tomorrow or whenever I put it up. Uh, and also make sure you go vote on the current TDP plus poll for what we should talk about and play through in February. Uh, let's see what's on the list. Your options are if my thing would load. Your options are rogue empire, dungeon crawler, RPG, 
Chroma Squad or the Shrouded Isle. So go vote if you're a patron. Uh, you have until the end of the week. And that'll do it for the episode. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye, everybody.